Welcome to the Jolt Episodes. This is a feature of the In Awe Podcast meant to give you energy and a boost to look around your world and exercise a signature strength. Between interviews with incredible women who leave us awe-inspired, I will share stories that will prompt you to look around and see the beauty in your own world. I hope you find yourself awe-inspired. Hello, my friends. I am so glad that you're joining me on this Jolt episode. I've been stewing around in my heart and my mind how I wanted to frame this jolt this week because I can feel it deeply needed. And I know that the message is going to land for you today and it will land maybe differently than I would expect, but I always believe that there's a mission in the message, especially when I get brave enough to share it. So to frame it up a little bit, I know that many of you are aware that I wrote a book called Lead with Faith and that book has a framework. So faith is an acronym and F is free to be authentically you. A is affirmed in purpose. I is intentionality to inspire. T is embracing transformation and H is leading with heart. And I just cannot believe how this whole idea of leading free to be you has just become a really powerful message in my own life, one that I continue to grapple with and to dive deeper into and explore and see how knowing myself, knowing my strengths and knowing my challenges really continues to press me to become the vision of who I am to be in this life. It has been profound But the piece that's really surprising me lately is just the amount of interaction that I continue to have with people in my life tied to that self-knowledge and that ability to just process through and to embrace who we are and embrace our challenges and how that can impact the way that we move in this world. So today's message is is about that F, free to be authentically you. And also, I have spoken quite a bit on this podcast about the Enneagram, but I can't help but go back to it because this week has just been stunning in its illustration of how powerful it is to know ourselves, to process through that, and to keep doing that good work of internal knowledge and internal awareness and analysis, acceptance, and growth. And so... A quick illustration from my own life is just one day this week. I got to be honest, I've been struggling this week. I am what's called an Enneagram 7. And so I've shared that before. Of course, we are not um, our stereotypes, but the core of that is an individual who's an enthusiast. And typically, the 7 you know, is in their mind. They tend not to want to handle emotions or deal with emotions that are challenging and painful, right? Like they'll embrace the happy, the joy, the um, excitement, but they want to typically push down all the other stuff. And there are healthy levels of what that looks like. And there's an unhealthy level of what that looks like. And I guess I just wanted to share this with you because I feel like it's an awesome way to see what a healthy seven can do and think and look like on a given day. (laughs) So I've shared with you on this podcast before that I lost a really dear friend of mine in March and I continue to struggle with that. My friends, it is, I think it's going to be a lifelong battle on that one. And uh, this week has just been fraught with examples and reminders of my friend Jake. And it was a day when the day started out, I was all about embracing the beauty of how I've overcome the challenge that it is to be a seven. And so what I mean by that is I was out running early in the morning and I've started up my morning routine for quite a little while now. I've been putting some things in place that have been helping me to overcome some of the shadow sides of my seven, which is coping and, um, you know, ignoring the hard 
the hard things and only focusing on the positive. So when I was out running, I was thinking, oh my goodness, I'm so excited. I want to share this in the jolts. Here I am out here and it's, you know, 6 a.m. and it's darker than normal and I'm not seeing as many people out there. And what I wanted to be able to say was that's me overcoming the um, tendency for a seven to look for adventure and look for something new and interesting, exciting, where my running streak is a perfect example of how I've overcome that. I don't do, you know, people talk about like a seven just kind of starts one thing and stops and moves on to the next. But I mean, I've been running every day for over 2000 days and often on the same streets, the same um, locations, the same routes, you know, there are only so many. And so I was thinking in my head, like, not only am I continuing to overcome that inside of me that seeks new and different and exciting, but I've also been able to embrace how that consistency just overcomes the the pieces of the seven that drive me nuts that, you know, that you're fickle or whatever. So I wanted to share that. And then I was all pumped about it. And then I got humbled with a lesson later on in the day as I was riding all these um, endorphins and riding these good feelings. And I was singing at the top of my lungs, a song by Katy Perry. And the words are staring at a fork in the road. And my daughter stopped me and she's like, Hey, if that hit the tire, would it damage it? (laughs) Which is obviously kind of a funny moment. And it just transported me back to a day in November when we had that exact same exchange. And it was beautiful because I was thinking how cool she doesn't even remember that, but I did. And it was almost like I was in this movie where there was just colors and brightness in this tunnel that was transporting me back. And in the same moment when I felt this deep, pleasurable joy to have that memory strike me back to a moment, honestly, with my friend Jake, um, because the exact same scenario happened in November. My daughters and I had gone to his restaurant. We visited. It was so funny. We just had an awesome interaction. It was one of the last times I ever saw him. And he was such a beautiful soul. He just loved my girls and was so good to them. And on our way home, I had been singing that song at the top of my lungs. And my daughter had said the same exact thing. And later in exchange, I was telling him about that and how funny it was and what a character she is. And the sadness that overwhelmed me to this week, just having that same exact interaction, but not having Jake to share it with, it was just so intense. And so, man, after riding that high that day, being like, I'm overcoming my seven. I have, you know, got this. I am consistent. I am strong. I am dependable. All of a sudden, this wave of emotion hit me. And it was such a deep level of grief that I almost could not shake it because I was in the moment of joy having that memory. And yet I'm just gutted with grief that I don't get to share that with him. That it'd be like, hey, we had this exact same exchange. It was so crazy. Instead, all of these feelings of sadness and loss and everything that comes with the pain of losing people we love in our lives just overwhelmed me. And friends, it was so hard to get out of that. For hours, I struggled. And, you know, sevens have a tendency. They don't want to feel the pain. And so they do things like they cope and they cover it over. And I've shared that with you as a challenge before. And um, I wanted to get away from that pain. I was willing to hold it for a little while. And I shared with my daughter why I suddenly had tears in my eyes and we talked it through and we were laughing and 
she was joyful at the memory um, of that last visit. But afterward, it was like when I was alone, that's when the suffering occurs. And that's one of the things that we struggle with as sevens is knowing that um, people expect us to be on and up and happy all the time, but we have these really deep sufferings inside of us. And so this is just literally hung on all week. And there have been so many beautiful challenging reminders of my friend all week long. But I wanted to share with you another battle that I won and that very night because I was so um, emaciated, um, destructed by that by that pain. And all of a sudden it just started piling on again and I could just feel it. And one of the things that I've shared with you is my um, tendency to cope, right? As a seven, that's what we do. So it's an aholic thing. It's whether it's work, coping with work, coping with, um, you know, larger portion sizes, whatever it happens to be to numb. And I, in all of 2019, did not engage with alcohol because I knew, well, God had convicted me for that. And it was such a beautiful year. I was able to just drop every tether and do all kinds of wonderful things in my life by focusing on those feelings. And um, in 2020, I entered it back into my life. And over the course of the pandemic, I didn't realize that it had become a very bad distraction again in my life. And so I've cut it out (laughs) since the first week in August again. And here we are, mid-September, late September, And friends, I got in the car and I was going to go buy just one bottle of wine because the pain was a lot. And I just thought, what's one glass? It's fine. But instead, I got in the car and I realized that I had forgotten my mask and I could have turned around. But I drove around a little bit and I looked at the beautiful light in the sky and I thought, this is what I need to do to overcome. And this is the bookend for my challenge for the day. I can show that I can overcome by keeping consistent with running and I can show that I can overcome those default tendencies to cope and to numb by not doing such. So I went back home, I got in my devotional and I let the tears fall. And friends, I wanted to share this with you. I know it's an overshare. I know it's very vulnerable, But I feel like we need to all know ourselves well enough so that we can see those patterns and we can disrupt those default patterns. I know who's using those to to take me back. Like I know the patterns in my life that are meant to trip me up and to keep me off my path and off my vision of who I'm supposed to become because in fact, I am supposed to mature so that I lack nothing. And that is a piece of being grateful for the joy and the challenges, embracing it and finishing up that verse that I need to be pure and complete, lacking nothing. And so what a gift, because that also ties to Jake. It also ties to what God has done through me um, in that relationship that I had with my friend. And it continues to grow me. And I'm not saying that I won't fail again. I'm not saying that I'll win every battle, but I just wanted to jolt you with this example about how when we know ourselves, we can overcome those things because our blinders are off and we don't have to allow those patterns to take us down. A second piece of this jolt that I wanted to share with you is the power in opening ourselves up to that awareness and processing it through with people we care about because I have been engaged in at least 
three very deep conversations around the Enneagram this week with people who are nothing like me. One thing that I did was have a podcast interview, and that'll be launching on the last Monday in September with an individual, Kenzie Kuhlman, who is a young woman who knows herself really well because she studied the Enneagram and she understands those challenges and those joys. And it was such a joy to listen to her and to listen to the things that she's overcome and embraced about herself in that space. And so you have to check out that episode to to hear more about that. Another um, encounter that I had with some friends, we were just having conversations about how as we grow, you know, we are kind of like those most unrefined versions of ourselves in our teen years and how life grows us and we can choose to embrace those challenges. And, um, you know, there's people who study the Enneagram who understand that we are a core plus a wing and we get to a certain point in our lives where we get to embrace the second wing so that we're more tempered and more balanced and, and just more healthy. And it was such a beautiful opportunity to reflect upon life and share and learn from this couple um, as they process through their own challenges. And then I had one more amazing conversation with an individual who had read Lead with Faith and has been doing all of that internal work um, to know herself really well. And the reason she wanted to chat with me is because she wanted some perspective. And when we talked it through, the challenge that she was facing was that she knew herself and, and what she needed out of a relationship but she was trying to get into um, past a wall with another person. And in our conversation, it was so beautiful because I was able to leaven, you know, alleviate something in her heart because I said, had you considered that this person's core is potentially this with a wing of this, and this might be why they are struggling. And so the conversation led to the fact that she said, oh, I've been spending all this time getting to know myself, but there's so much power in getting to know the other numbers so that I can know more about the people around me. And so friends, I just figured this jolt, you know, getting real and vulnerable and just sharing with you the power in knowing yourself to be able to overcome those default patterns is so critical. And then there's that next step. It allows us to engage with the people in our lives who we're very close to, who are very important to us in positive connection. And then it also helps us understand those that challenge us. So my friends, I don't know who needed to hear this today, but I shared it with such great vulnerability because I know that there is a mission in this message. And I wanted to make sure that you are aware of a couple of resources because it's just such a passion in my life. It's not just the Enneagram. I know we need to build our firm foundations so that we can lead ourselves well and that we can grow and not have to move in fear in this life, not only for ourselves, but for those around us. And I think it's so important more than ever. So I'm going to go ahead and link my book just unabashedly because I know that I've been told in just the last week with these people have told me that my book impacted their lives. And if this message itself touches you, maybe there's something more in there for you. And then the other piece that I have is I just launched a coaching um, business with Lead with Faith, and it's actually Firm Foundations. And I'm so excited. I welcome my first cohort, but I wanted to let you know that I'll be opening it back up again at the end of October. And I'm just teasing it right now, but maybe you'll be looking for it. If you want to direct message me, I can get you a link to that when it opens up. I'm just so excited to be moving into this path in my own world where I can help and serve others through my own learning, but also through the learning of the greats that were standing on the shoulders, the people who have worked with the Enneagram 
those that teach us through the Myers-Briggs that we learn about through our signature strengths. And there's just so many things that we can do to stand on some firm foundations that can help us beat back all of the fear that is just coming at us in so many different angles. So my friends, thank you for joining. I know the jolt was a little bit longer than it normally is, but I also knew that this message was timely and that you needed it right now. I'm so grateful that you joined me on these jolt messages, and I'm excited to bring you another one next week. And be sure to tune in to the next episode of the In Awe podcast with Kenzie Coleman coming up on Monday to round out our In Awe of Youth series. Many blessings, friends. Hey, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you, listener, checking out this Jolt episode. Hey, I want to see what you're seeing in the world. So hop on over to Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or wherever you want and pop out a quick sentence or a picture or something that inspired you this week. Let's let's share with one another. Show the community what you're seeing with your eyes to see the beauty in the world. Hashtag in awe to rise.